0: This is Charlottesville Insights with Jeff Gaffney, supported by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3, on News Talk 107.5 FM and 1260 AM WCHV.
1: Welcome to Charlottesville Insights. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host for the next 30 minutes as we talk about the greater Charlottesville real estate market. We like to interview real estate leaders on this program and discuss the real estate issues of the day. Please check out our Facebook fan page when you get a chance. It's facebook.com forward slash Charlottesville insights. And on that page, we host podcasts of our previous shows, as well as some other useful real estate information. And I love Twitter. I'm active on Twitter at Jeff Gaffney is my Twitter handle, and I'm, sending out tweets throughout the week about real estate and some other things I find interesting. So let's connect on Twitter, at Jeff Gaffney. And today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at Movement Mortgage. You can check out a really good website. It's movement.com. You can get yourself pre-approved before you begin your home search in 2016. We also want to thank a couple of our newer sponsors, Craig Builders, Ryan Homes and Liberty Homes. Thank you to them for helping to sponsor today's show. Well, the 2016 real estate market is off to a furious start. I mean, it is super busy. And to shop for your new home, you can check out today's Daily Progress, where Real Estate 3 has an ad with photos and directions to our open houses, or you can check out realestate3.com anytime to find your new home. Again, this is Charlottesville Insights. Thank you so much for tuning in with us this morning. We're going to take a break and be right back with today's special guest. Please stay with us.
0: Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 spotlights the preserve at Glenmore, the newest section in Glenmore. A limited number of larger home sites are now available. Enjoy the benefits of acreage while having the nearby Country Club amenities. Build your dream home plus 50% off Glenmore Club memberships. The properties are listed by Jeff Gaffney. See this and Jeff's other listings at realestate3.com and tune in here to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with your host, Jeff Gaffney.
1: Jeff Gaffney. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3. We really have a family culture. Our agents enjoy coming to work every day. They love Central Virginia and giving back to the community. And what better way than to help somebody call Central Virginia home? Check out our new website, realestate3.com. We just relaunched it recently, and there's all kinds of videos and great content for you. Visit realestate3.com. realestate3.com better homes and
0: gardens real estate three spotlights the everett a new two-story by liberty homes on two wooded acres in fluvanna's boxwood estates vaulted ceilings in the master bedroom a formal dining room large grape room french stores that open on to a 10 by 12 deck priced in the 180s the properties listed by tracy mcfarland see this and tracy's other listings at realestate3.com and tune in here to WCHV 107.5 every sunday morning at 11 30 for charlotte Insights with host Jeff Gaffney. This is Charlottesville Insights with Jeff Gaffney, supported by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate Three on News Talk 107.5 FM and 1260 AM WCHV.
1: Welcome back to Charlottesville Insights. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host, and with us on the program today, our special guest, Pat Jensen. Pat is the vice president of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate Three. She is also the former CAR president, which CAR stands for Charlottesville Area Association of Realtors. She's also the former president of the Virginia Association of Realtors. Pat, you're kind of a big deal. Yeah, that's what they say. Well, you're awesome, (laughs) and thanks for being on the show. We have two main topics we're going to cover on the show today. In the first part of the show, we're going to talk about the making of a realtor. Okay, and the All second right. half of the show, as we get to it, we're going to review some of the numbers from the 2015 car year-end market report. You've looked at those numbers. I've looked at those numbers. And the numbers are really good. And, again, the great news for 2016 is that the market is off to an incredibly busy start. There's a lot of activity. But, Pat, thanks again for being on the show. I always love being here. want to talk about the making of a realtor. That's the first part. Uh, And I want to kind of go into two different avenues on a realtor because we get a lot of actually direct messages on Twitter. We get comments on our Facebook fan page. We get emails and phone calls for people that are thinking about going into the real estate business. And as you and I know, Real Estate 3 is expanding our sales team. So I want to talk about the making of a realtor, and there's nobody better, I think, to talk about this topic with than our own Pat Jensen, who joins us in the studio today. I wanna take it in two different directions. There's several different facets of being a realtor, but I wanna focus first on being a really good listing agent, and for our uh, audience, who uh, needs an explanation, a listing agent is typically the realtor who represents the seller in a transaction, helping the seller sell their home. Pat Jensen, thinking about a really good listing agent, which you are and have been highly successful in your career, what comes top of mind to you in in being a great Listing agent in representing sellers in today's real estate market.
2: Communication. Mm. That might sound silly. You have to be able to go in and and help uh, the uh, seller. Uh, come up with a price that is reasonable and competitive in our market. We'll get into the competitive part when we talk about the report. You have to be able to have some marketing skills or be with a company like Better Homes and Gardens, which provides us with virtual tours, uh, aerial uh, flyovers, all kind of things that will make the house uh, shine and sparkle when you put it out into the public, which is primarily through the Internet these Mm -hmm. days, as opposed to photographs in magazines. But most important, to be a good listing agent, you have to have good communication skills with your seller. I have had many cases where a seller would say, I never hear from my my realtor. I, I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. You should be able to be in touch with them regularly in the way in which they need to be communicated with. But you just need to have a plan and a system to make it work.
1: Yes. And uh, as you touched on, it's a real estate is a relationship business, and the relationship as, as listing agent, you have a fiduciary relationship to the seller to, uh, we usually uh, preach that there's three goals as the listing agent to the seller. It's to sell their home for the highest price in the shortest amount of time with no legal entanglements. One, two, three. Highest price, shortest amount of time and no legal entanglements. And if you're able to do that and kind of and as you know, there's a lot of highs and lows in in a real estate transaction because there's a lot of things that that can go wrong. But uh, if you're able to stay the course, you can get um, you can get through to a successful real estate transaction. What else comes to mind? I think that
2: a very important. uh, component for both being a listing agent and a buyer's agent, and I don't know very many people that are one or the other, Mm -hmm. I'm about Mm 50-50, is managing expectations. When we go through the negotiation process, the seller and the buyer need to understand that there's going to be negotiation. Your first offer is probably probably going to be ridiculously low, but you need to keep plowing through it. Uh, The home inspection list might be just something you want to scream about but again you go through the process they need to know the steps that are coming up ahead of them they need to know the roadblocks that are ahead the problems that can come up with appraisals with lenders with qualifications with meeting all the deadlines that are required to be met on either side because sometimes what happens is everybody gets angry Mm -hmm. and they start blaming the buyer the seller the listing agent the, the selling agent When, in fact, if everybody just takes a deep breath, manage those expectations, know that it isn't over until it's over, then that is a sign of a good realtor, to manage the expectations, to keep everybody calm.
1: Well, I can see why you're such a great realtor, Pat, because uh, I do think that you have that incredible skill and it's kind of uh, a DNA or a genetic thing about you that, that you're able to help people take the emotion out of a real estate transaction. Because let's say you're representing me and you're my listing agent. We have the house listed, I'm just gonna pick a number, 400,000. And the first offer comes in incredibly low. Let's call it 325,000. We see that happen all the time, where the buyers today still think they can get a deal, even though we're going to talk about in the in the That's car right. report that it's really a seller's market. Yes, um, but uh, the the seller on receiving the quote unquote lowball offer, oftentimes feels insulted, and if you have the wrong personality who's coaching you as the seller, you're kind of a a real estate coach in this role because you're you you have to keep i think it's important to keep that deal alive and oftentimes you'll see that 320 come way up as long as you don't get too emotional
2: I just tell people that there's too many people, buyers particularly, that are watching television mm. and they're hearing things like, oh, make an offer way, way lower. You, you can get it for a steal. And in our area, the list price to sold price ratio is pretty darn tight and getting tighter. Mm. So mm. we don't have those big deals. But I sit down with the seller and I say, look these people are gonna come in, they might come from another part of the country where they do have these uh, wide margins, Mm -hmm. they might watch too much television, and all we have to do, if their agent doesn't show them, I will print out comps to show them what houses Mm -hmm. in that neighborhood usually sell for in relation to that, and we will continue the negotiation. We try not to be offended, and we try not to walk away.
1: This is Charlottesville Insights, and we're talking with Pat Jensen, the vice president of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3, and our topic is the making of a realtor. And, uh, Pat, one of the things I I just want to clarify, one thing I just said, um, there are times when we may advise a seller to reject an offer. It's not often that that happens but i just want to clarify that because i said uh earlier that uh, the lowball offer oftentimes we want to keep that offer alive there is a time to break out and reject an offer if it if it's so ridiculous we we might advise our clients to reject an offer but uh, i just wanted to clarify that now let's flip it over and let's talk about now you're representing the buyer What do you think, Pat Jensen, is most important being a realtor in representing a buyer today?
2: Very similar to the seller. Manage expectations. Mm -hmm. Let them know, especially if they're from out of the area, that... If they have, if they qualify for a three hundred thousand dollar house, it doesn't make sense for us to look at a three hundred thirty, three hundred forty, three hundred fifty thousand dollar house because we don't see those kinds of drops. And so it's it's uh, making sure that they see enough property to see the value for what they get for their money in this area. Number one, making sure they're aware of the neighborhood price values. Uh, that they are are buying into, making sure that they're aware of things like we look for mold, we look on con- mm-hmm. we look at construction, we look for cracks in the foundation. all these things are taken care of in the home inspection. But it's an education process uh, that we have to go through. So it is keeping them informed, making sure they've got all the websites and s- sources that they know to look up things to be the source of the resource, um, and just uh, manage their, Uh, what what they're going through.
1: Let me mention something else on that. And then, Pat, we're heading towards a break here in just a second. One of the things that you do so well, and again, I I do understand why you were not only the Virginia Association of Realtors president, but you were also Realtor of the Year, Salesperson of the Year. Um, And so I, I understand that because I've seen you in action. And one of the things that you do really well is that you educate each buyer based on the condition of the market that they are considering buying in. Let me give you an example. If you had clients that are looking in the $2 million price range, well, in that particular price range, there may it may be a buyer's market in that price range. And mm-hmm. so you might be able to take your time, see all the different, Uh, choices in the marketplace and then make your decision based on that. Mm -hmm. But let me give you the the other example. This week I had the opportunity to preview Gracie Haynes open house in Mill Creek South. Mm
2: -hmm. The only house in Mill Creek on the market right now.
1: $309,000. I went to her realtor open house. There was an absolute traffic jam of realtors lined up to preview her home approximately 20 in Mill Creek South so when I was there I had to stand in line to get in and 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 the point is if you had a buyer in the in that market you would educate them that if you see something that you really really like Mm -hmm. you're probably not going to have the luxury of waiting you're gonna have to go ahead and get yourself pre-approved, get all your ducks in a row, so that when you see that home come on, that you can strike.
2: Absolutely, it's so important to be pre-qualified before you even start looking at houses. You need to know what you can buy and what offer can be written up on your behalf.
1: And i was so proud of Gracie, she was in there just uh, directing traffic, Mm -hmm. and um, I I would expect that that home is probably going under contract any day now. Any day. This is Charlottesville Insights. We're talking with Pat Jensen. We're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, we are gonna shift to the CAR 2015 year end market report. We're gonna look at what those numbers say. Thank you so much for joining us. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back in just a moment. Please stay with us. This is the best real estate market that we've seen in central Virginia for five years. Jeff Gaffney. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3. This is really the first time that I can say in a long time that it's really a great time for sellers, but it's also a great time for buyers. We're starting to see a lot more new construction sales in the market today, and we're expecting that to continue, and we're starting to see an increase in demand for that new inventory. Visit realestate3.com. Better Homes and
0: Gardens Real Estate 3 features Craig Builders, building in Charlottesville and Albemarle County since 1956. Craig Builders has been building new homes in this area for over 55 years. Locally owned and operated, Craig Builders provides high quality and oftentimes custom building services at affordable prices. Visit craigbuilders.net for more information and tune in here to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with host... Jeff Gaffney.
2: Hi, I'm Pat Jensen, the manager for Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 329 North office. I've pretty much grown up here in the Charlottesville area and love central Virginia. My son Chris works with me and we enjoy helping people find the right home. We love it when the magic happens. You can reach us at CharlottesvilleLife.com or call 242-1554.
1: This is Jeff Gaffney of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3. Join us every Sunday at 1130 on 1075 FM for Charlottesville
0: This is Charlottesville Insights with Jeff Gaffney, supported by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 on News Talk 107.5 FM and 1260 AM WCHV.
1: And welcome back to Charlottesville Insights. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host. And with us on the program today, we have Pat Jensen. Pat is the vice president of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3. She's the former VAR president. Also, the VAR, again, which stands for Virginia Association of Realtors. The entire state, she was Realtor of the Year, Salesperson of the Year. One of the most decorated realtors in central Virginia and in the state. And now we're going to shift to and talk about the CAR year-end market report. Pat, I want to uh, read a couple numbers to you and then get your take on it. It looks like... 2015 was a really good year for housing. Here's what the first line in this report says. It says, home sales in greater Charlottesville have now increased for four consecutive years and over 3,200 homes sold in 2015, marking the highest level since 2006. Can you believe that we're saying the year 2006?
2: Well, that is correct. And we had 300 more sales in our area than we did last year. So that represents a 10.6 gain.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: 2006, if you remember, is before things started going downhill. Yeah.
1: Yes. It was w- an amazing year That's in right. 2006. And it's it's phenomenal to me to think that we're talking about 2006-type numbers again. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the um, the pricing remains steady. They said the median sales price is 270000 for the year, which is unchanged. Uh, but it's 10% higher than the bottom. That's great news. That finally, pricing has—it looks like it's really recovered.
2: Yes and no. The fact that it is remaining steady during these years of increased sales is telling us that what we went through in the in the peak of our market, mm-hmm. which was so unrealistic, to the downturn in our market, we still have sellers that say, "I'm waiting till the prices come back." This kind of information is showing us the prices are not coming back like they were at that unrealistic point 2007 to 2009. Yes. What they are doing is leveling out. And so our median sale price is the same in 2015 as it was 2014. So that is telling our sellers, yes, we are needing properties on the market, but you still cannot be unrealistic about the price that you put on it. The good news is the prices are not going down. They're slowly going back up the way they should be at a rate of about 3% of a year instead of 13 and 14% that we had in eight and nine. But our inventory is 16% lower mm-hmm. than what it has been. So that is what is driving our market and turning this thing into an opportunity for sellers Mm -hmm. to get their houses on the market right now because Mm -hmm. there are buyers looking. And so you can count on a steady price, not an outrageous one.
1: What do you attribute the 16% decline in inventory too is there anything that kind of comes top of mind do you think people just took their homes off the market for the winter to give it a breather and that we'll see more homes come back on or I, I think there the sales pace
2: i think there's still people thinking that they're going to wait and get a higher price mm-hmm. i'm not sure that price is going to go that much higher i think that new construction starts have not been as high as they had been I in the past that. and that is not keeping pace with uh, the, the demand that is happening. The interest rates went back down again. And so interest rates should be getting the buyers out there, which they are, but the buyers can't find what they want. You know, we, 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 our days on market has been reduced to like 40 days on market on the average. And yet half of the inventory lingers that half of the inventory is overpriced Mm -hmm. for the condition of the house. Mm -hmm. So if you put it on at the right price, you can get a pretty quick sale.
1: Mm -hmm. It's good advice by Pat Jensen, who's the vice president of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3, joining us on the program today. Um, Pat, one of the things that we talked about on this show earlier in the year is new construction, and it's this fact that before the crash, so... 2000 up until two th- well, from, let's 2000, from let's call it the mid 80s to 2006, 2007. Half of our new home sales were speculative homes. That's right. And today, when you talk to, uh, I mean, we might hear about a builder building a what you and I call a spec home or a speculative home we might hear a builder talking about a spec home but you you just don't see any spec homes in the market i think mm-hmm. a lot of that has to do with Financial uh, risk in in terms of uh, the lenders don't want to lend their money?
2: It's the lenders. They Mm -hmm. do not want to take that chance. And so most builders don't start a home until they have a contract for it. Mm -hmm. And then the buyer picks out the details of the house. So I only know of one, maybe two builders right now, I think just one, that will put out a spec home or two, but they don't put many. They don't have more than one or two at any one time. They just can't step out there and take that chance. The money's not there to finance them.
1: And I think the builders are willing, the desire is there... Absolutely. The ability is just not there because they can't borrow money like they used to.
2: And I think the buyers are there. Bu- but the, the,
1: the, the culprit in the middle yes. is the lenders. Is, 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 the, <laughs> is the Dodd-Frank regulation, the old, which yes, we've about Frank. on Absolutely. this program. Um, talk a little bit more about this car report. Um, one of the other things that we saw, it was a huge year. 2015, a huge year for attached home sales. Attached home sales, which again will be duplexes, townhomes, or condominiums, they were 15% increase over 2014. And I said on the show last week with Tom Wolfuck, one of my predictions of 2016 which we want to get into your predictions pat jensen one of my predictions is that you're going to see an increase again in attached home sales partially because that's what the builders have to build under their under 300,000 in the greater charlottesville market mm-hmm. it's attached mm-hmm. it's townhomes you can drive further out a couple of counties out and get a single family home in that price range, but you really can't get in the greater Charlottesville, kind of the the suburban Charlottesville area, You can't get a detached home for under 300. That's just the way it is. And so there are buyers out there in that price range and, and what they have to buy are attached homes, which are fine. You and I are big fans of townhomes and condominiums, but the other thing that's happened in the last two years, there's been an incredible release of financing, available financing, particularly for condominiums. At the very low point of the market, we'll call it 2009, mm-hmm. in that in that range, the end of 2008, 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. There was no money for condos. Couldn't finance. If somebody wanted to buy a condo, you'd say, well, great, mm-hmm. yeah." I hope you have cash. Now you can go in. It's not 5% down like it was, but you can go in and get down and buy a very nice condo or a lot of the townhomes, depending on where they're located, you can buy a a townhome today with 5% down and in some case less than that.
2: Well, that's right. And that's our first time home buyers. It is a much needed and in demand price range. Mm -hmm. And I think that the key is this condo financing. I think the statistics, when they talked attached, didn't include as much condos because the condo market has been very slow. And it's just in the last few months that this money is becoming available. And I think we are going to start seeing more condos being sold and therefore the prices of those will inch up a little bit but still be well within the affordable range for first-time home buyers. And
1: Pat, I will tell you my phone right now is ringing off the hook with young buyers who want to buy a condominium in the greater Charlottesville area that are looking for condo, which again they couldn't do uh, two or three years ago. Now they can because the financing is available and people feel better about the condo market as a result of that. That's right. That's right. Pat Jensen, it is always great to have you on the show. Uh, we're heading towards the end of the program, but what do you think, uh, one of the things that I have a concern in our marketplace is the fact that rents continue to go up, up, and up. Now, that's good for our investor clients, which you and I deal with a lot of investor clients who are buying up properties and leasing them out. And, and the high rents, great for them. But what do you think, just in general, of do you think that the rental prices are continu- going to hold? Or here's the question I want to ask do you think w- it, we're at all in a rental bubble?
2: I think that there's still a large percentage of the millennials and Generation X that are not convinced that home ownership is what they should do. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of push from that from the government. Um, and so I think there is going to remain a large rental market, especially in this area where we have transient people mm-hmm. coming here less than three years. Yes. They're thinking it's better to rent. I'm not sure that the rental rates are going to go much higher because of the incredible amount of new construction yes. in the rental rental community but uh, I think the rental market's going to remain strong
1: that's what you heard from Pat Jensen vice president of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 Pat again thank you so much for being on the show today Uh, we'll have to get you back and talk a little bit more as the 2016 real estate market really starts to heat up and I tell you what things are incredibly busy right now um, even with the snow and the rain. Again, this is Charlottesville insights. Make sure you check out realestate3.com. We'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in.